0: going to be learning Chidusha Rabbeinu Chaim HaLevi, the first piece in Hilchah Sukkah, Perak Yud Dalid, Halach Aleph, and uh, in this piece Rabbeinu Chaim makes a very important conceptual distinction between the laws of Sukkah and the laws of Eruv on Shabbos, even though both of them require walls, but uh, he indicates that the types of walls and the purpose of the walls are totally different. Uh, the Rambam says Let's say a person took four poles And uh, puts them on four corners of the roof And then he puts schach on them So there are no walls, there are only poles kosher. Since the schach on top of it is kosher, and we see that the walls of the house, the roof walls, as if they go all the way up and they reach the schach. So according to the Rambam, this would be a kosher sukkah because we view it as if there are walls going all the way up from the house, from the roof. Uh, and there is schach. Uh, the Ravid disagrees. The Ravid thinks that we should be strict in this case and not consider this a kosher sukkah. And he points out that the Gemara is in doubt whether this is a kosher sukkah, and so we should be more stringent and not be machsheir it. So, this Gemara is in Sukkot Aftalar and The Gemara quotes a Brysa, not Arba Kundisin, Vesika Sika Gaba, Rabbi Yaakov, Makshev, Chachamim, Postlan. If somebody took four poles, no walls, just poles, and they put Schach on it, Rabbi Yaakov holds it's kosher, and the Chachamim hold that it's pussel. Now, there's a machlokis, how exactly to understand this machlokus between Rav Yaakov and the Chachamim. Rav Huna understands that they're arguing about when the poles are on the edge of the roof, and Rav Yaakov holds that we say good asik mechitsosa. In halacha, we have a principle uh, good asik that walls are considered to go all the way up. So, uh, so too we see the walls of the house going all the way up, and it's kosher. And the Rabbanan disagree with the whole principle of good asik. So according to that, the machlokas is only when it's on the edge, on the sides. But uh, if you would put four poles randomly in the middle, not on top of existing walls, then it would not be kosher because there would be no good asik. Uh, The second interpretation of this machlokas is Rav Nachman, who holds that the machlokas, Rabbi Yaakov and the Chachamim, is when you put the four poles in the middle of the roof, so there's no good asik. And on this, the Gemara wonders, according to Rav Nachman, if you would put the poles on the side of the on the roof. Uh, would we say gurasik according to the Chachamim, and everyone holds it's a kosher sukkah, or is it still a machlokas? And the Yomar says teku, so we're not sure. So that's the Ravid's question, that according to Rav Nachman, we're not sure whether the Chachamim would say it's puzzle if you put the poles on the side of the roof. So why does the Rambam say that it's kosher? Now the Magid Mishnah gives a technical answer, and he points out that there's another girsa. Uh, version of this sugya, and that one omits the question of the gemara that we just mentioned. So according to that girsa, it would be very clear that according to Rav Nachman, the only machlokas is when you put the four poles in the middle of the roof, but if you put them on the side of the roof, it would be kosher according to everyone. So uh, that's Navagad Mishnah's approach, that the reason the Rambam holds its kosher is because he follows that girsa, and according to that girsa, if you put them on the sides of the it's certainly kosher, But Rav Chaim has a, a question on the Magin Mishnah's answer. That is, the Gemara has a machlokas between Abaye and Rava in a case where you had a sukkah, the walls are more than esrim amah, more than 20 amas, which means that the sukkah is puzzle. And someone goes ahead and they build a little podium in the middle, which lessens the space of the sukkah. So Abaya held that good asig Mihritsaasa, we view the walls of the podium as if they're going all the way up, and that would be a kosher section of the sukkah inside of there. Rava, though, disagreed, and he said, no, ba'inan mechitzus hanikaros veleka. It has to be very clear walls, you have to be able to see the shape of the walls, and you don't have that in this case, and therefore it would not be kosher. And the Rambam Paskins like Rava. He says, bana ba'amud, if you built a podium in the middle, yeshbo hechshar sukkah, it's the space of a sukkah. Uh, it's still Pasula, it's still Pasul Elo Machitus because you cannot see the shape of the walls. So you have on top of here good schach, but you don't have walls. So if the Rambam holds like Rava, then that it should indicate that you need full walls. You cannot rely when it comes to sukkah on the rule of good asik. In other words, that principle of halacha does not apply to sukkah according to Rava. And if so, the Magid Mishnah's the resolution wouldn't work anymore because the only reason why it should work according to the Magen Mishnah if you put poles on the sides of the roof is because you have good asik Sasa. But uh, the way the Rambam seems to paskin, there is no good asik Sasa when it comes to sukkah. Now, you could say there is a shita of Tosvos, and they understand that Rava does not reject the notion of Gurasik Mechitzos, so he agrees with that. He just requires a further criteria that it has to be the shape of a wall. So there has to be some evidence of a wall over here. And uh, Tosvos proves that because our Gemara later says that, according to Rav Nachman, everyone will hold that on the side of the roof... Uh, you're going to have good asik mechitsas. So uh, from there, Tosos proves that Rava holds of the principle of good asik. He just holds that it has to be a little bit more obvious the way it is on the side of a roof, but uh, the way a podium is not. So using Tosus's distinction in Rava between a podium and the sides of a roof, we could explain the Magid Mishnah also, that the Rambam does not hold of Gurasik when it comes to a podium in the middle of the sukkah, but he does hold of Gurasik on the side of the roof. Uh, The problem, says Rab Chaim, is that the Magid Mishnah's whole answer is predicated on the idea that the Rambam does not have that girsa, so he doesn't have the Gemara from which Tosvos proved that Rava agrees with Gudasik. He does not have that line in the Gemara which says that on the side of the roof, everyone might agree according to Rav Nachman. So uh, we're back to our problem because according to the Rambam, we have no proof that there is Gudasik according to Rava. We have no reason to differentiate between the side of the roof versus a podium. And if the Rambam paskins like Rava that we don't say gudasik Mechitassa" by a podium, so then presumably he should hold that we don't say gudasik for a sukkah at all. And so we still need an explanation as to why the Rambam holds that if you put four poles on the sides of the roof, it's a kosher sukkah. So, Reb Chaim explores the issue of good asik when it comes to sukkah. And he begins with a ramban on the Gmar and Shabbos, Tsari Itas. Uh, the Yimara is has a question, Rav Mordechai asked Rava, if you have amud bereshusha Harabim gavo yud verachav Dalid, you have a pillar in the reshusha Harabim which is ten t'vachim high and four wide, so it is a Yahid. yachid, v'zorak v'nach al-gabav, and you throw something from the reshusha Harabim onto the pillar, are you chayev? Do we say that it went from the rishus into the rishus hayachid, so you're chayev? That's the typical case of an Isr. Uh, or delma turkasiyalo. Or do we say that because it went through the airspace, which is a mokum tur, so you're not chayev when it finally lands into the rishus hayachid? In other words, the question that the Gemara has is when something comes from rishus and it goes through a mokum and only from there does it go into the Rosh Hashanah. Are you chayiv on that or Pater on that? So Tosos asks a question that there's a Gemara earlier which talks about somebody who carries something from a store, which is a Hashanah. Rabim, and they go into a private area. And they go through a walkway. So it's a Carmelis. So it comes from a Rosh to a Carmelis, to a Rosh And in that case, we say that that person is Chayev. So Tosa says this seems to indicate that it doesn't matter whether it goes through a Carmelis or a Mokum in the meantime. So long as it ends up going from a Rosh HaRabim to a Rosh you should be Chayev. Uh, the Rashba quotes from the Ramban An answer to this question Tosos's question Which is that there's a difference between The case where you carried something And this case where you threw it onto a pillar Because here It never actually lands In the Rishus HaYachid Even when it lands It's on top of a Rishus But it's always in the airspace Of the Makom tour As opposed to In the situation where you carry something From the Rishus HaRabim To the Rishus HaYachid That it's actually actually goes into the Rishosayyachid and gets put down there. So they're, they're your chayev. But in the case of the pillar, even when it's sitting on top of the pillar, the airspace is a tour so the object is always in a tour And that's why the Gemara has a question whether you're chayev in this case. So the Ramban is effectively differentiating between a regular case where you have walls, and in that case we do say Gurasik mechitsa. So the walls go all the way up, and all the airspace becomes reshuz hayachid, as opposed to a pillar where we do not say gurasik and the airspace is considered a makom tour. So, Rab Chaim questions this distinction from the Maran Sukkah and Davdalet that we just mentioned, that Abaya says very clearly that even in a pillar, we do say Gurasik. We view the walls as going all the way up and the airspace becomes part of the Rishush HaYachid. And even Rava, who disagrees, as we said, that's a limited machlokas. Rava holds that when it comes to Sukkah, we don't say Gudasik, you actually need to have walls. But when it comes to Shabbos, the Gemara is very clear that in an Eruv, you certainly say Gudasik Mechitsasa. So even Rava would agree that for the Eruv on Shabbos, the walls of the pillar are considered to go all the way up, and we would say Gudasik Mechitsasa. So both Abai and Rava should agree that when it comes to a pillar, we do say Gudasik Mechitsasa with regards to Shabbos, and the airspace is Rishus Hayach which contradicts what the Ramban said, that we don't say Gudasik uh, for a pillar, and the airspace is considered Mokom Tur. So this is Reb Chaim's question. So he says that the Ramban obviously read the Gemara in Sukkah, that Rava's din, that you need Mechitzos karos, noticeable walls, is not special for Sukkah, but it's actually in general the Halacha. Rava holds that we only say Gudasik when there is some sort of noticeable wall, but a pillar which is just a solid object, you don't see any differentiation between the wall and what's inside of it, so there we don't say that there's any gudasik we don't view those walls as going up and uh, Rava says that both for Sukkah and for Shabbos, so there's no distinction within Rava, and uh, therefore Rava's position is actually a proof to the Ramban's answer Uh, the Ramban says that there's no gudasik when it comes to a pillar and the airspace is not considered Rishos HaYachid, and that that's exactly Rava's position, that there is no Gurasik when it comes to pillars, and uh, therefore the airspace is not part of the reshus Hayyachet. So that's how the Ramban read that Gemara in Sukkah, and it's not making any distinction between Sukkah and Shabbos, but rather it's making a distinction between a pillar, which is just a solid object, versus an actual wall around an open space. And even more so says Rav Chaim that the Rambam also seems to agree with the Ramban. Because when the Rambam is describing why a pillar does not have good asik, he says, They're not noticeable walls. So on top of this pillar, you have good asik with no walls. So this language the Rambam uses reflects the Ramban's view or reading of this halacha. The Rambam does not say that you have to have a full-fledged wall and anything less than that is not sufficient, but he says that in this case where you have a pillar below Defanos, there are no walls, meaning there is nothing noticeable, there is no wall over here, a pillar is just a solid mass of substance uh, and that cannot create good Asik. But the implication is that in another case, even in Hilchus sukkah, if you do have something of a wall on the bottom, we would say good asik. So the Rambam too agrees with the Ramban's distinction between a pillar versus an actual wall. And the Rambam would agree that there is a notion of good asik when it comes to sukkah. Uh, but you do have to have the beginnings of a wall, something which looks like a wall. You cannot say good asik when it comes to a pillar. And so now, back to our original Rambam, when you put four poles on the side of the roof... So now we understand why the Rambam would say that that's a kosher sukkah, because there you do have good asik mechitsa. So you do have noticeable walls, which we view as going all the way up, and therefore it would be a kosher sukkah. The Rambam does not reject the notion of the good asik when it comes to the sukkah, and the proof for the Rambam that there is good asik when it comes to Hilchasukkah, sukkah, even though he doesn't have the girsa. That, that we mentioned before, which would have indicated it right there on Davdalid, but uh, this Gemara in Shabbos, Daf Tsarites, which differentiates between a pillar versus actual walls when it comes to Gurasik, is a proof, according to the Rambam, that there is Gurasik for a sukkah. Because uh, when we say that there's no Gurasik, for a pillar in a sukkah, uh, it's the same thing when it comes to Hilchus Shabbos, and yet the Gemara makes very clear that there is good Asik for an actual wall when it comes to Hilchus Shabbos, and the same thing would be true in Hilchus Sukkah. So this is rab Chaim's first approach, which would explain why the Rambam holds that if you put four poles on the side of a roof, we most certainly say good Asik, and the sukkah is kosher. Now, as is Rab Chaim's way, he delves more deeply into this, and he questions the first approach. And he points out that it's difficult to say that the Rambam agrees with the Ramban who distinguishes between a pillar versus other walls, because when the Rambam lists what is a Rishos HaYochid, he includes a pillar in that list. And he doesn't differentiate in any way that a pillar is different than other Rishos HaYochids in that its airspace is considered a Mokom tur. So it sounds like the Rambam holds that a pillar is fully a Rishos HaYochid, also the airspace, and we do say Gurasik when it comes to a pillar. so if so, the Rambam cannot distinguish between a pillar and other walls. And we're back to our original question, if Rava holds that there is no good asik on a pillar, so that should seem to imply that there's no good asik when it comes to Hilchus Sukkah at all. So to answer this, Rav Chaim says that there is a fundamental difference between Hilchus Shabbos and Hilchus Sukkah. And he explains like this, that when you have a pillar... The reason why the airspace is considered Yahid is not because of gurasik. It's not that we view the sides of the pillar as going all the way up, but there's a separate halacha, which is, and I'll read his language, din atzmo godros When you have walls which are ten tfachim high, they enclose the space up until the heavens, Umashvule Kule Rushus Yachid, and they transform that entire space into Rishusa klola And that's the principle with walls. D'chol sh'yeshba and sh'ura da'asara Once they have a height of ten t'fachim g'odros They enclose that entire space up until the heavens. So there is no need to say g'rasik that the actual wall is viewed in halacha as if it's going up because the space is enclosed. In other words, when it comes to hilchos Shabbos The reason why that's considered Roshosh HaYachid in the entire airspace is not because there's walls. You don't necessarily need walls in order to create a Roshosh HaYachid, but you need a space which is enclosed. And the fact that you have walls which are 10 Tfachim on the bottom creates an enclosed space in the entire airspace. But all of this is only true when it comes to Hilchos Shabbos. When it comes to Hilchos Sukkah, so it's not sufficient to have an enclosed space, but you actually have to have a wall. And therefore, it's not enough to say that the area is enclosed. You have to say good asik. So based on this conceptual difference between sukkah and Shabbos, uh, that on Shabbos you need an enclosed space and for sukkah you need actual walls... So now we can say that for sukkah you need good asik, but in hilchus shabbos there's no such thing as good asik. Anytime you have a wall, the space, the airspace too, isn't considered to be enclosed. And Rab Chaim proves this. He says that if you look in hilchus shabbos, the Rambam makes no mention of good asik. He never uses that principle. Only in hilchus sukkah does he start discussing good asik. So that indicates that when it comes to hilchus shabbos, you do not need good asik because you do not need walls, even halachic walls, you just need an enclosed space. Uh, when it comes to chosukah, though, then you need not actual walls, but at least good asik halachic walls. And Rav Chaim proves this also from the Gemar and Shabbos, Daf Kuf, which talks about a sloping pile, uh, which reaches a height of 10 tfachim, and somebody throws on top of there, so you're chayev. So in this situation, you don't have an actual wall. The wall is built from this slope. Putting it together, you create a wall out of it. And uh, says Rabbi Chaim, that's the halacha, that you can combine different areas in order to create a wall. Uh, for example, the Yomar and Shabbos Davzayin talks about a house which is not ten tfachim high inside of it. It's a very small house. And uh, you dig inside, you dig it up so that it's it becomes ten tfachim, height, from the bottom of your pit to the roof. So the Gemara says that creates a rishos hayachid. So you see that you can combine the wall of the house and the wall of the pit that you dug to create ten tfachim. And the same thing would be with this sloping pile. You can combine different parts of the slope in order to create a ten tfachim wall. So that explains how the Gemara gets to a ten Tfachim height, but still, says Rab Chaim, there's certainly no Gudasik. You can't say that this wall that was created from uh, different parts goes all the way up. So how do we view that as a Rishus Yahid when there is no good Asik? So this is another proof to Rab Chaim's theory that when it comes to Hilcho Shabbos, you do not need good Asik. All you need are walls which are ten tfachim, which are then viewed as enclosing the entire area. So here too, with this pile that slopes... Even though you don't have good asik, it's still considered a rishus ha and your chayiv if you throw it on there because the space is viewed as enclosed. Uh, But that would not work when it comes to helchosuka because helchosuka needs some sort of wall, at least the halachic wall, and that requires good asik. So now having uh, understood this distinction between Shabbos and Sukkah. if we come back to our original Rambam, we can understand the Rambam does agree with the Ramban's basic idea that a pillar does not create good asik and that's the meaning of what Rava said. It's not that there is no good asik when it comes to sukkah at all. There is, but you do need some sort of wall and that's why the Rambam holds that when you put four poles on the side of a roof, it would be considered a good sukkah because there's good asik. So that's distinction number one. But the question Rabbi Chaim asked uh, about why this distinction doesn't apply to Hilchos Shabbos is based on this further distinction between Hilchos Shabbos and Hilchos Sukkah. The whole notion of Gudasik is only necessary when it comes to Hilchos Sukkah. But when it comes to Hilchos Shabbos, we don't need that because so long as you have four walls, which are ten Tfachim high then it automatically creates an enclosed space and all of the airspace is considered a Rishus So that's why the Rambam holds that a pillar uh, with regard to Hilcho Shabbos is considered Rishus hayachid. even the airspace. There's no difference between a pillar and any other reshus Hayyachid because we view it as enclosed space. So this is the key conceptual difference that Rav Chaim has Uh, In this piece, it's a difference between Hilchus Shabbos and Hilchus Sukkah, that in Hilchus Shabbos, you need the space to be enclosed, whereas in Hilchus Sukkah, you need to have some walls. Uh, We saw this same distinction in Hilchus Shabbos, in uh, some of the pieces where Rab Chaim was talking about Hilchus Erevin over there. Uh, Some of the later Achronim have some questions on Rab Chaim. Uh, Rav Shach... And, uh, Rab Elia and, uh, the Mishnah Eliyahu on Sukkah, and a few others, uh, they're all gathered in the Or Olam edition of Hedisha Rabbi No Chaim Alevi in the back. Uh, they point out that even though the Magid Mishnah's other Girsa in the Gemara is not totally clear, and that's why Rab Chaim was asking questions, But if you look in the Rishonim over there, in the Ran, and the Rush, and uh, even in the Rambam's son, in Rabbi Avram ben Rambam's Berches Avram, uh, it's clear that the Rambam's Girsah was not just an empty line, but instead of it being a question, the Gemara said explicitly, that according to Rav Nachman, if you put it on the side of the wall, it's a kosher sukkah. So according to that, Rav Chaim's whole question that uh, where did the Rambam see Gudasik when it comes to sukkah uh, would fall off, because uh, according to that girsa, it's very clear in the Gemara. So this would defend the Magid Mishnah's approach to the Rambam, which was a little more technical, that the Rambam's, Piske halacha just came straight from the Gemara. Now, with regard to Rabbi Chaim's distinction here between the concept of gudasik and enclosing space. So Rav and Avi Ezri here, uh, wonders about this, and Rav Eli Mishikovsky also tells a story that uh, he went to the Chazonish and uh, mentioned this. And uh, both of them basically question whether this is really a distinction. Um, or is it that once we say space is enclosed, that's essentially the same thing as Gurasik. In other words, uh, Gurasik is not an actual wall, it's a halachic wall. So it's not clear how different that is from the notion that this space is enclosed. And finally, the last distinction that Rab Chaim has here, which is really the Ramban's distinction, is that there's a difference between a pillar and a wall that even if we say Gurasik for a wall, we wouldn't say it for a pillar, which is just a solid object and does not have any noticeable walls on it.